Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Build Black Podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever it is you're listening to this. My name is Umar, aka The Kank, and this is the Dope Black Dads podcast. So the last six days has seen a huge amount of change here in the UK. On Tuesday, we had the swearing in of the new prime minister, Liz Truss, who took over from Boris Johnson. And on Thursday, we learned the sad passing of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II, who died in Balmoral Castle in Scotland on the 8th of September. Now, since then, we've had a number of uh, outpourings of grief from all over the world. But through discussions that I've been having with members of the black community, it certainly has raised a lot of questions and issues about our relationship with the monarchy, our relationship with the institution of the monarchy, and what her death means for the black community itself. So I just wanted to kind of jump on here and just uh, record for a few minutes a few of my own musings on all of this. Now, I want to start off by saying that I'm somebody who kind of, I sit in the middle with all of this. Um, I've seen a lot of stuff that has been sent out there and, and I'm sure a lot of people, especially in in, uh, in the black community, would have seen a lot of the tweets, a lot of the memes, a lot of the Insta stories, TikToks that have been made uh, in relation to the Queen. And that for a lot of people within the black community, the death of the Queen is not something that they necessarily are mourning because of what the institution of the monarchy is. One thing that I've seen a lot is commentators, especially people like Dr. Shola, who have commented about the fact that you can recognize and respect the fact that the Queen has passed away, but you also don't need to minimize what the Queen and the monarchy stood for in relation to black people. So you can have both of those views so you don't need to be extreme in one sense of saying you know we've lost the queen and uh, it's a devastating thing etc etc you can hold that view if that's the view you want to hold or you don't necessarily have to also hold the view that oh my god this is the best thing that's ever happened doesn't matter you know what the institution of the monarchy is etc etc now i say that i kind of i'm in the middle now um full disclosure here uh, so that people don't think that i'm kind of one way or the other but in 2002 uh, during the queen's golden jubilee i was actually one of 50 people that were invited to have lunch with the queen and prince philip um, when she unveiled the new uh, sir bobby moore stand at uh, west ham united football ground in upton park before they moved to the london stadium many years ago after the olympics now i've met the queen i've met uh, the late the late queen and the late uh 
Duke of Edinburgh, Prince Philip. Uh, my interactions with them, with them were positive. Uh, I was 17 at the time when I met with them. I sat with her, you know, it's a very nice lady, very warm, uh, you know, then, and she was obviously seven, in her 70s at that point. Um, so in that respect, I recognize and I can understand that there are people that are going to be mourning her death because at the end of the day, she's a mother, she's a grandmother, she's a great grandmother. And to a lot of people, she's a symbol um, of Britishness in, in some respects. But the flip to it, as I said, is I also recognize that the institution of the monarchy has been extremely problematic, especially when it comes to the way that black countries have been treated over the years. Now, as somebody who is of Nigerian heritage, my parents came over to this country in the mid, uh, in the early 80s, I should say. And I suppose their relationship with the monarchy is different to what my relationship with the monarchy is. So from my parents' perspective, they grew up, um, certainly for my dad, he grew up when... Uh, Queen Elizabeth was head of state in Nigeria before Nigeria took independence in 1960. Um, my mum, on the other hand, didn't experience that. She was born a few years after the republic was formed. But for me, I've grown up in this country. I've seen everything that's um, that's come along with regards to uh, the monarchy itself. And my understanding as somebody who loves history and kind of gone back and looked into it, there are a lot of things that the monarchy has done, which is extremely problematic. You know, their role in the fact that we had an empire to begin with, uh, the looting that happened within the black communities, stripping away of a lot of our vital assets, colonizing countries as well. And I think that is something that is extremely problematic. And it is something that we cannot try and shy away from, you know, no matter how much she is and was um, a, a comforter to this country, especially during the war and all the events that we've lived through since then, we can't escape the fact that the institution that she represented was very problematic for the black community. I think what's been interesting over the last few years is that we've seen this steady slew of countries, especially those who are still have the monarchy as head of state, uh, places like in the Caribbean, have started speaking a lot more loudly about wanting to take independence from the crown and actually forming republics themselves. I know in Australia, for example, this has been a question that's been on the lips of Australian citizens for so many decades now. Um, and I think this is a question that is going to rear its head again uh, in very due course. And in the Caribbean, I know that Barbados, obviously, we knew recently have taken independence. Jamaica have been flirting with the idea. Antigua and Barbuda have been talking about it. St. Kitts. All of these countries, I feel are going to be expediting this conversation. And I do believe that the reason why we haven't seen a more um, forward movement towards independence before now is because of the fact that the Queen as a person, rather than the institution that she represented, was able to touch the lives of so many people that people were not looking to break away from the institution of the monarchy because of who she was. Now that she's passed away, I do feel like we are going to see a lot more citizens around those Commonwealth countries that are still under uh, the rule of the monarchy are going to be pushing for a republic. And I think the reason for that is because people are not necessarily going to feel the same sense of loyalty to King Charles III as they did towards Queen Elizabeth II. And the reason for that, most of us, you know, most of us listening to this podcast would have grown up only knowing the Queen as being the monarch, the Queen being the head of this state. So because of that, it's meant that that's all we've known. Uh, so unless you are... Um 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Over the age of 75, for example, you're not going to have known anyone else but the Queen of England as being uh, the the head of the, the royal family. That's obviously going to change because uh, King Charles III, he's 73. So he's no, we, you know, unless there's been some mad advancement in science, we know he's not going to spend uh, as long as the Queen did on the throne, which therefore means very likely, God willing, if we're still alive, we are likely to see at least a third monarch in our lifetime so it would be we would have seen queen elizabeth the the second king charles the third and then prince william whatever name he decides to take when he ascends to the throne and that does create another question about the relevancy of the the monarchy itself and does it still have a place and and a role to play in our lives on a day-to-day basis especially because of the fact that you know most of things are done by government and actually the the role of the the king now as it is is kind of largely ceremonial even though you know a lot of things are done in the king's or the monarch's name uh, but i don't want to kind of go into that too much because uh, that's another podcast for another day but kind of steering it back to what we're saying about the relationship with the black community i do believe that in the next probably 10 15 years we're going to see many many more countries taking independence from the monarchy i believe that countries like jamaica as i said antigua and barbuda i think they will be holding referendums because i don't think that they are necessarily going to have that same level of loyalty to king charles iii as they did to queen elizabeth ii uh, so i do think that that's likely to happen and i think places like australia as well let's not underestimate uh, the likelihood of them pushing to have um independence as well uh, and again as I said before, you know, people will have varying views about the role that the monarchy has played in the black community. But I do think we have to remember as well, you know, it's not just the monarchy, but we have to think about the roles that governments have played in terms of enabling some of the stuff that that's happened. They are all kind of interlinked because obviously the government do things in the name of the king or queen, uh, the queen or king kind of rubber stamps, whatever the government is whatever the government do in terms of the policies and decisions that they make. So I think, you know, 
it is what it is. And I'm not here to, to criticize anyone because I think, you know, people who hold a view that the monarchy is irrelevant, uh, people who hold the view that they are not content uh, and, you know, they are hoping to see the back of the monarchy their views are perfectly valid in the same way as those who hold the view that actually the monarchy and the institution that it represents is something to be revered on. So, you know, there's nothing that is, um, you know, I'm not here to tell you how to feel. I'm not here to kind of say to you, you know, go one way or another. But I do think it's going to open up a, a wider conversation. And I think as a community, we should take this opportunity uh, now that the Queen obviously has passed away to kind of look more into history and kind of form your own views don't rely on just what's coming out on Twitter on Instagram and whatnot you know actually look around and research and understand a bit more and kind of form your own uh, your own views and, and, and whatnot and kind of see what that means for you and how that relationship is going to evolve for you in terms of do I think that we're likely for the monarchy to continue I think we're going to see a slimmed down version of the monarchy starting with King Charles III and I think the monarchy in my view is likely to go one of two ways either it will continue but it will just be a very slimmed down version and people will just be content to have the monarchy there um, and you know there's no problems or you can see a situation where you get a revolutionary that comes into uh, government as prime minister you've got a revolutionary uh, parliamentary system that decides actually we want everything to be done through the system of of parliament or you know a presidential style system and then kind of push for it in that way I don't think it's likely to happen anytime soon, whatever it is that's going to happen. It certainly is um, interesting times. First time in history that you've had a new monarch and a new prime minister within literally within 72 hours of each other. So this is certainly going to be an interesting time. We'll be watching to see uh, what King Charles III does. I know certainly when he was doing doing a lot of work with the, uh, the Princess Trust, I know that King Charles has taken an interest um, and tried to be quite active within uh, issues to do with the the black community itself. I was watching um, the news the other day, watching coverage of the Ascension Council and Lord Simon Woolley, uh, who's a lord and used to run Operation Black Vote. He was speaking about the time that he met with um, Prince Charles as he was uh, to talk about Black Lives Matter. So it is on their radar. Whether or not these things do... uh, get talked about more under this new monarch we'll have to wait and see but yeah as i said i just wanted to spend a few minutes just to kind of uh just speak about um the role of her majesty the new king um and yeah i hope you enjoyed this listen um obviously as ever please subscribe to uh and listen to us wherever it is you get your podcasts take care and i'll catch up with you guys again soon bye dope black podcast 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 